Hello and welcome to episode 13 of the Sea Dogs podcast, all things Scarborough Athletic FC. Hosted by me, Paddy Billington, and brought to you by This Is The Coast, the local commercial radio station for the Yorkshire coast. Coming up this episode, we have a chat with Steve O'Brien. He is one of Scarborough Athletic's dedicated army of volunteers. And he's only been in the area for just over a year. And yet he's he's part of the fabric of the club already. And he's also the first face that a lot of people see on a match day. Always very well dressed as well. So we'll chat about his role and his thoughts on the season. And he's also heavily involved in the developments like the fan zone and the, the new away stand. So we'll chat about progress on that too. He's he's on very shortly. Also, some interesting news this week. Tickets are now on sale for the North Riding Senior Cup final at the LNER Community Stadium uh, later this month. That's on the 26th of April. And also, we now know the dates for the playoffs. We don't want to get too ahead of ourselves, but we now know the dates of the playoffs and the final will be shown on BT Sport as well. Not that that's the main incentive to get there, but that'd be pretty cool, wouldn't it? Obviously, the main incentive is to try and get into the National League. It really is frightening, isn't it? The meteoric rise of this football club. And we love every second of it, let's be honest. What a great win it was on Tuesday as well. And how about this? Nearly 100 fans travelling to Peterborough on a Tuesday night. Are you kidding me? That's what we are at Scarborough Flatley FC. A dedicated army of supporters. Firstly, as always, a massive thank you for your support, uh, listening to and downloading the Sea Dogs podcast. The numbers are phenomenal, uh, so thank you so much for that. Uh, this is episode 13, so we've brought out a new episode every week for the last 13 weeks. That is, of course, over three months, and uh, it's just brilliant, so it's great putting it together. And, and what is great about it is uh, the variety of guests that we've had on. We've had famous uh, football uh, names like Beth Mead and, and the, the, the former Premier League referee Jeff Winter, and it's great to shine a spotlight on those who serve Scarborough. Athletic FC as well, get a real insight into uh, the role of various uh, volunteers at the football club, uh, people like Andrew Davis, people like uh, Ant Taylor and, and more as well and, and I know you find it really interesting when you find out the roles behind the volunteers' jobs and this is going to be really interesting because now we've got Steve O'Brien and you might only get a fleeting glimpse of Steve on match days but he is heavily embedded in the football club despite only uh, been in Scarborough for the last year or so. Uh, so, Steve O'Brien, welcome to the Sea Dogs podcast, episode 13. Uh, now, just tell us about your role at Scarborough Athletic FC. I do lots of volunteering and also help out Mick Davidson with the um, expansion and the improvements of the um, the grounds for the next year. So, where can people typically find you on a match day then? All right, so on a match day, I'm the first person you see if you come through the front door. So the main doors you come through, there'll be a, a good-looking lad there with a, a, a um, clipboard and a tie, and that's myself. So um, I stand there um, with the people going to be stand or the referees and our VIPs and our way people, they come through that way. I tick them off the list, make sure they're coming in. Um, and then if we have to have people play by car, they come there. But I'm on the main um from when we open at about 11 half past 11 yeah and you're always dressed very very smartly aren't you <laughs> yeah well <laughs> it's nice to cut a dash now and again but i think i'm the first person in general um people see especially the way supporters um sorry the way team the referee and that so you know to set the scene of coming to our ground it doesn't help 
it doesn't hurt just to put you know a, a tie on and have a look good yeah i mean it's nice is it like you say it's that first impression whenever you visit an away ground whether you're going through the turnstile or through the media entrance if you you know if you do that whatever that first impression is key isn't it even if it's the the person on the car park um it it does give you an indication you know what kind of experience you're going to get for example at bradford park avenue went through the turnstile doing commentary and and the two fellas on the turnstile they were laughing and joking and i mean they were they were great and suddenly you just felt like oh this is going to be a club where you know you're going to be you're going to be looked after. That said, <laughs> as soon as we got into the commentary box, they kicked us out saying they were going to be too loud and uh, there was no room for us. So actually, you know, the experience changed quite quickly. But you know what I'm saying, though? That first impression is is key, isn't it? Yeah, I agree. I think there's, there's two bits. And one of the reasons that um, uh, Stuart asked me to do that, I also um, like to have a chat and to introduce people um, and have a, you know, just break the the ice when they're coming through not just our supporters but their team their manager their um uh directors and that as well as the the referees and that so it's good to not just let them come through and say right you're on the list you can come in you know have a chat as well as with you know all of the the um our supporters that come through that way you know they all come through until the, the turnstiles open but have that banter and chat with them when they're coming in it just starts off a good day that gets even better especially if we win t- uh, it'd be useful if you were a train spotter you must see so many trains going back and forth as well from your position yeah i, I think the funniest bit in that position is you know we miss the usually the first five minutes ten minutes of the game because we're still open and um, a lot of the volunteers do miss the beginning um, which was a problem at the beginning of the season because if you if you um, think back to the beginning of the season we had a lot of goals scored in the first five ten minutes against us and some for us so you know um we missed the the beginning but standing out the front there when the game kicks off it's really strange how the sound of the supporters underground actually sounds like it's coming over from the other side of the train station um but you're right there is a fair few trains come through there um, um but no i'm not a train spot <laughs> <laughs> no because then you'd have another clipboard then wouldn't you <laughs> to write down all the numbers uh, what what made you want to be a volunteer with scarborough athletic fc well i um i i bought my house in scarborough about five years ago but didn't move here because i was living in aberdeen i work in the oil industry um but we was always always got to retire here so i retired a year ago last weekend actually and moved to scarborough um and had to fill my day up with stuff to do um, um i've always loved football and had um Obviously, I don't play so much. I don't play at all now because of my age, but I always had something to do with football, and it's been my first sport. So I went along to the football ground just to maybe see what was happening and um, sat down and talked to Sarah, um, one of the directors, and said you could volunteer. As soon as I said, yeah, I'll, I'm up for that, um, uh, Stuart and that got us in and said, we've got the perfect opportunity for you. Um, so moved in. I think also if if you look at Scarborough Athletic Football Club, it, it's fairly unique. If you look at um, football teams in general, you have good football teams. So good the football team has, you know, they play nice football, they win games, they win trophies, um, they get promoted. And that's a good football team. See, I think Scarborough isn't a good football club. We have something beyond that. We have supporters that are second to none, and that makes us a, a, an excellent football club. Um, and I didn't know that at first when I first started, 
but now I know that we're all part of something that is is fairly unique. Um, you know, I'm I'm just turned 56, so I've been around a few football clubs. I've not seen anything like it, and the supporters is what make it different completely different and it, it's a joy to to help out not just on the um the the you know the weeks that we play um i seem to my wife would tell you this more than i do i seem to spend most of my time down there i was down there today putting um, more advertising boards up and um uh, we've been there last few weeks getting quotes for the stadium the away team stadium and the fan zone which i think we've got all the quotes in now so it, it takes up a, a fair bit of your time but you enjoy it and i think um if you can enjoy things in life and you know it helps what what also is helping is how well the club's doing you know we have a, a football team that is technically especially in midfield excellent i think we've got a brilliant um team of players and i think you know with the manager john who come in he gets them technical expertise he pulls them together and they play well as a team it's it's a it's really good team to watch i think we must be one of the most entertaining teams about as well um which is good fun for us to watch so yeah, well, when you look at how many goals we've scored and conceded, then from a neutral's point of view, Scarborough Athletic is a very entertaining team. I mean, what must it be? About 130 goals in Scarborough Athletic League matches this season. Something something outrageous like that, which you know, you, you're going to get goals, aren't you? Uh, more often than not. Um, although, you know, we'll take the odd 1-0 victory like we did away at Peterborough Sports midweek. Uh, what are your thoughts ahead of uh, the game? Or, well, the, the games this weekend people have listening to this podcast at various times uh, some before the Curzon Ashton game some after but um, what are your thoughts on this weekend's matches well I think the Curzon Ashton game we, we have a, um, a point to prove I, we've played them three times this year already I think once we lost in league term we drew at home with them in the cup and then they beat us away um, I hope Curzon aren't listening to this we, we're a better team than Curzon there's, there's no doubt about it and if, if John O and I get the team back to what we have been, we had a little bit of a dip, but every team does that. If not, you you know, you'd be um, not in our league for sure. Um, I think we will beat both our teams this um, Friday and Saturday. I'm positive. I think we've got to win every game. Um, so I think we will. And that's settling us for the rest of the um, three, two games at home and away that we've got so I think we've got a good chance of um, bringing six points home over the, the, the Easter break and obviously you, you're key on, on that match day um, and always there as well I mean, do, do you manage to get to away games? No I've, I've only been to one away game and that was at Bridlington in the, the um, pre-season um, my plan for next year is to go to all the away games as well you know, as I say it's only my first year so um, and first year retired, so I'm trying to get everything into place, and um, I also need to break it to my wife that I'm going to be away every Saturday, which I'm sure she'll be fine with. Um, <laughs> but so, so so next year it's um, going to the away teams, the away games, and actually enjoying the whole of the match, not just sort of 80 minutes of it, which we do when you need to volunteer, which is no problem. Yeah, just finally, you you key. You're heavily involved in the redevelopment of the stadium, the away end and the fan zone. How are how are, how is that looking then? You mentioned getting quotes in and all that. Yeah. It is a lot of work, but are you excited at what at what sort of uh, stuff's coming back? Yeah, well, there's two parts of it. So the away 
um, stayed in with putting in. That's a good move because we'll get the whole of the other set stand back for our own supporters, which we need. So there's there's a, a good move for that. I will be honest with you, every time we go in there, and I, like I said, I was in there this morning, I always go up that corner and remeasure and, and mix the same because it will fit in what we need to put in. We had the stadium people who were getting the stadium off in the week before last. And we measured it up. It definitely fits. But when you walk around that back end up by the, the uh, swimming pool, it doesn't look like there's a lot of space there. Um, so that's a, a good move forward. You know, we'll get our parts back. We'll have a place where the um, the away supporters can fit, um, sit and stand. It's sitting and stand. I think it's 44 seats. We've also got disabled area up there for the away supporters as well for wheelchairs. So that's a, a good move. Um, I think the other part that we're doing is the fan zone. That's a step change for us. Um, you know, we'll have the, the victory bar down there. Um, it'll be slightly different shape to the, the tent we have upstairs. Um, we'll have our own area office our own security we've just got a load of new quotes and we'll be putting new cctv in for the safety and protection of our supporters and and um staff etc so that will go in so the actual fan zone i think has got to be a step change in in what we have at the club also we can go in most times uh we want and do work in there etc with without um interfering with um one active day-to-day operations of the ground well it all sounds pretty exciting and you you know must be wonderful being involved uh, and thank you for your uh, for your service as well you know for someone to come from out of area and to get so heavily involved with with the football club is uh, is a credit to you and a, a massive benefit to the team you know a team i've supported all my life so thank you for that and uh, look forward to seeing you uh, well, I'll see you at Curzon National. Actually, I'll be walking through those very doors myself. Interestingly, I'll be probably carrying some speakers uh, because uh, we're doing uh, we're doing uh, the, the the kids' disco after the game for the CPOPs event. So that'll be good. Although, actually, I won't be carrying them through the the clubhouse. I'll be I'll be heading straight into the the marquee <laughs> with that. But that's that's going to be fun. Cheering on the yeah. borough and then and then making a racket in the uh, in the clubhouse. So that'll be good. But uh, looking forward to that. And uh, thank you so much for your time. Really appreciate it. Okay, I'll talk to you later, Paddy. Thanks to Steve O'Brien, one of the dedicated volunteers who put so much time and effort into the club, into Scarborough Athletic FC. And you heard him there. He's he spent time at various football clubs and he says we've got something really special at Scarborough Athletic FC. And he's he's absolutely spot on, isn't he? A lot of clubs will think that about their clubs, but there really is something special. And when you get people coming from the outside in, how we football focus, they see something really quite unique and something very special. And we should always remember that. We should always be very, very proud of what we've got at the Flamingoland Stadium. Now, in other Scarborough Athletic news, uh, Borough's North Riding Senior Cup final tickets to York's LNER Community Stadium can now be purchased online. The North Riding Senior Cup final will be played on Wednesday, the 26th of April, against South Park Rangers. Kick-off at 7.30. Tickets can be purchased on the Scarborough Athletic website. And the Vanarama National League have confirmed key dates and timings for the playoffs in all three divisions. The final games of the season will go ahead on the 29th of April. Saturday the 29th of April with National Division games kicking off at 5.30 and North-South games staying at 3 o'clock. 
So, BT Sport will cover all National Division playoff games, including the Vanarama National League uh, playoff final on Saturday the 13th of May. Uh, for our division, uh, BT Sport will cover the Vanarama National League North uh, promotion final on Sunday the 14th of May. All of the playoff matches in the North and South will be available on National League TV. So the Eliminator, Eliminator A, that's 5th v 6th, will be Tuesday the 2nd of May at 7.45. Eliminator B, that is 4th v 7th, will be Wednesday the 3rd of May, 7.45 kick-off. Then the semi-final, uh, the first semi-final will be, the, will be second versus the Eliminator A winner. That is going to be Sunday the 7th of May at 12.30 and the other semi-final will be third place against uh, the Eliminator B winner, which is Sunday the 7th of May, 3.30pm. And the promotion final in National League North will be on Sunday the 14th of May at 3.30. Wouldn't it be fantastic if we all have to put that in our diaries as a game we really do need to be at? But let's not get ahead of ourselves just yet, because we have two more games in quick succession. Kieran McGuckin is going to be assessed prior to the match as he limped off in the second half of Borough's midweek win at Peterborough Sports ahead of Curzon Ashton. Dom Tier nears his return to fitness, could be involved. Kieran Wellerjeed returns to the squad after missing Tuesday's game to a pre-planned engagement. Curzon, who are no strangers to playing Scarborough this season we've done uh, three games in seven days back in the autumn of course against Curzon they've been propelled to playoff contenders over recent weeks they've won three of their past five league fixtures they beat Chorley Brackley and Telford uh, Jimmy Spencer a recent acquisition to the Nash is no stranger to Borough after spending a number of seasons with Farsley Celtic so kickoff is 3pm at the Flemingland Stadium if you're listening uh, before 3pm Good Friday and then it's another big game on Monday Easter Monday with the away trip to Chorley. And that's another six-pointer as well. They currently sit ninth, just a point off the playoffs, although they've last, lost their last two league games. Uh, before that, they'd won two and drawn one. Every game, uh, a cup final, to use the old cliche, at the moment. If you really can't make any of the uh, next Scarborough Athletic matches, the remaining uh, Scarborough Athletic matches this season, including the North Friday Senior Cup final, you can get full match commentary of every single match, home and away, on This Is The Coast Extra. It's our sister station, and uh, you can uh, listen to it uh, lots of different ways. This is the coast.co.uk slash extra gives you all your listening options. You can also download our free app, This Is The Coast app, from your app store, and then just in the menu, switch station to This Is The Coast Extra, so you can listen to us on your smartphone, on the move. You can even get your smart speaker to play This Is The Coast Extra as well. So lots of different ways to listen to full match commentary, and Ant Taylor will bring you full match commentary of, uh, of those games as we head towards the end of the season. Hopefully I'll be able to join him for some of those matches as well. Well, that is it for episode 13 of the Sea Dogs podcast. Hosted by me, Paddy Billingson, and brought to you by This Is The Coast, the local commercial radio station for the Yorkshire coast. Well, after that victory on Tuesday night, it really is exciting now. This playoff run in Scarborough giving themselves a really good shot now, but they need your support. Keep cheering on the Sea Dogs. And we'll see you next week for episode 14 of the Sea Dogs podcast. Thanks for listening and don't forget to subscribe. This is the post.